Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is Savon, and you are tuned into AAVE, the podcast. All right. So, obviously, today we're going to be talking about AAVE. What is AAVE? What does it look like? And I, I, I honestly have to tell you guys, I did a research project on um, AAVE, and I want to share my findings with somebody who would speak it most fluently, okay? So um, without further ado, let's just go right into it. So you guys, what is AAVE? AAVE is African American Vernacular English. And basically what it is, is it's, it's, it's technically a language and a lot of people don't like to address it as such, but it is definitely a language. And through my research, I found out that it is basically a language that was formed through the African diaspora. I think that's how you say it, right? Diaspora. Yeah. So it was a language that was formed through the African diaspora when, you know, Africans were being traded to the Americas. So what pretty much happened was, is Africans were speaking their native language and they had to combine with other Africans who were speaking their native language, but they both could only learn to speak English. So in that like transition, they ended up forming and making their own language, which came out to be AAVE. So um, along the lines of history, obviously, people said, well, that's not a real language. It's a broken language. It's pretty much messed up English. It ain't people really talking. It's no rhyme or reason to it. They just don't know how to speak English or they speak English incorrectly. And so, um, you know, early linguists, earlier white linguists, they were saying that, um, yeah, that's not a language. Um, but in 1973, we find uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. R.L. Williams. He discovered that with some of his linguist friends, he was like, no, this is actually a language. And so he went back and he broke it down and said, like, this what African Americans speak amongst each other, it is a language because it has patterns and it has patterns that are similar to those of African countries um, that were in the African diaspora. And I thought that was really amazing. So in the beginning, it wasn't called AAVE. It was called um, Ebonics. And Ebonics is a term that um, Dr. Williams coined And it's a combination of the words ebony and phonics. And that's where you get ebonics from. So, um, yeah, those were my findings. That's my background of the conversation that we're going to have today, which I can't wait to have. So let me tell you all who I have on today. Today, we will have Mr. Hairline Matters. You can follow him on Instagram at Hairline Matters. Um, And why did I bring him on? Obviously, because he works in a barbershop. He doesn't work in a barbershop. He owns a barbershop. And... It's in a black neighborhood. It's filled with black people who are unknowingly speaking a language. You know, like this is a real language. It's a real conversation that people have with each other. And they don't even realize that they're speaking something so fluently that really should be acknowledged as a language. And I'm so excited to have him on. And um, I'm interested in like, you know, really digging down and seeing what he feels like Ebonics is or um, AAVE is and his perspective on it. So without further ado, we're going to have him on. Okay. Hairlines Matter, are you with us? Yes, how are you? How are you? Say what? How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing well. Okay, so you guys, like I said, today the conversation is about AAVE and Ebonics. 
So I know you got to briefly hear about the background of AAVE and Ebonics. Did you know anything about that prior to me saying it? Honestly, I did it. I'm sitting there right now trying to uh, research it to see exactly what Ebonics is. So, so I'm glad you even brought that up. So basically, all Ebonics is is how black people talk to each other. And once I found out that that was like a real thing, I was like, wow. I didn't even realize that, like, sometimes when I'm talking to somebody else, I'm not speaking AAVE. I'm speaking clear English, you know. Um, I think they call it, uh, what is it called? Let me look it up. Because it's an actual term for the English that you speak when you code switch. And then it's, an, it's um, another term for AAVE. So, okay. So the term that we typically... The English that we typically speak when we're like professional, quote unquote, is called mainstream U.S. English or M-U-S-E. That's what we speak typically. Like even now, I find myself, I'm saying I'm speaking in um, mainstream U.S. English. But wow. Really- <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, now, now that I just researched it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's, it's really something that we really talk amongst each other and we don't even like even just now like that is so crazy. Like, once you figured out what wave I was on, I ended up, like, changing the way that I was speaking. Because now we can speak the same language, and I don't have to, like, I don't have to be all proper in anything like that. Like, I could just speak our language that we normally speak. So, I I think it's a real cool concept that, like, subconsciously, we don't even realize that we're doing. And the reason I really wanted to bring you on the show is because I want to know, it's like, for one, before we get into the actual, um, the the study that I did amongst my peers, do you feel like you speak AAVE? And if you do, do you feel like you speak it fluently? I'm pretty sure I, I speak what, what you would call it. Clear. <laughs> AAVE. AAVE, African American Vernacular English. So, yeah. You guys, honestly, the reason I brought him on the show, I've been in the barbershop plenty of times. I've been been in his barbershop plenty of times, and I have an event coming up. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later, too. But it's going to be at his barbershop. But um, obviously, he he speaks AAVE, or else I wouldn't have had him on the show. So typically, what how how do you speak to somebody that comes in your, and sits in your chair? Or what color is the person that comes and sits in your chair most times? Well, mostly... Mines are dark melanin people to fairly light melanin people. But they black, like or which up. are black? Yes, they're black. Yeah, like it's a black. black. You, you, it's mean, a black culture. The barbershop is mostly a black culture. And I think if, if you if if you will, if, if that's what you would say, it's, it started from a black culture, as I feel. Um. And it goes back all the way to Romans time and all that uh, type of stuff. Uh, even the word barber is like barber was the first. You would go to, back in the day. You would go to a barber to get your tooth pulled, and you know it's blood drawn and everything like that. Like the barber was that guy that you went to. That's off topic, but AV. So when you when a dude would come into the shop, normally it'd be what's going on. What's going on? Well, we from Texas. It's different. 
AAVE, now that I'm clear on uh, what it actually is, it's different. It's different. AAVE sounds different in different cities, it different is. states. Okay, so we're going to talk about that. We definitely going to talk about that. That's that's later on. I promise you, we're going to touch on that. But as far as right now, you do are you are aware that you are speaking a different language that is shared amongst black people alone. Yes, I I speak AAV every day, all day. That that's what I that's what that's how I talk. Um but like I said, I speak clear AAV. All right, so typically in Dallas, we live in Dallas, Texas. Um what's going on? Uh, most of the time I I would say how you doing? Cause I, I'm, 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 I'm always, I'm always in a professional uh, atmosphere because I'm a shop owner, so I have to speak what you would call clear AAVE. No, that's not even uh, clear AAVE. That's M- huh? that's not even clear AAVE. That's MUSE, which is mainstream U.S. English. So, and I, and I think it's, I want to put a pin in that, and I want to go ahead and talk about that too because you said that even though you own a all black shop you still feel like it's important for you to speak proper quote unquote to speak mainstream us english because I, you have to ha- you have to divide it you have the length you can separate yourself a whole lot with language in mm-hmm. the way you talk mm-hmm. people a person will respect you more by the certain style of words you choose to use when you're talking to them. So when somebody would say, what's going on? I'd be like, what's going on? How you doing, man? Um, what type of haircut you want? That's already different. What type of haircut you want? Yeah, it's like, it's like, it, it's A-A-V-E because obviously there's a shortening, shortening of words there, but it's also like we subconsciously say to ourselves, we are less professional if we don't speak proper English. We tell that to ourselves, even as black people. However, when I talk to you, like, and I'll be like, you know, what's up, Koylin? What you want today? How you been? Or what's up, Hannah's Matter? What you want today? How you been? What you getting mm-hmm. into? You understand exactly what I'm saying, right? Right. You basically asking me still, how am I doing? Exactly. And you understand what how I'm saying. How is everything going on? Exactly. You understand everything that I'm saying, but because we're in a personal setting, you find that more appropriate than if I was in the shop, then you would probably want to have that dialogue and be like, hey, how are you? What's going on? Um, what do you have planned for your day today? And I think that's really, I think that's interesting because I'm just like, why, why, why is that when, I, to me, the barbershop is a safe space and the barbershop is a space where you should be able to use AAVE fluently. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel like yeah. you have to pretty much cold switch in a black space. Well, I feel a barbershop is always normally going to be in a urban sector of any neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's what's normally around is just that it's just a comfortable thing. I feel I feel everybody has a has a breakdown of of AAVE language when they talking to they person. Um, me hanging around um, what you would call white people, I guess. Um, they use a different style of AAVE to me. 
but it's are more they of like AAVE or are they trying to are they trying to emulate a a culture that they're not a part of? I wouldn't even say it's a culture thing because they could be talking to their to their uh I'ma say if a guy was talking to another guy, he'd be like, Hey bro, what's going on? Like it's it's almost set into just that language mm. of of how it sounds okay, when it comes good. to they that's how I or that's how I t- articulate their AAVE or when they say funny jokes. Well, like, let's put it into perspective. It's almost in a certain style. I, so I, everybody has a has a it's a spinoff on it. It's a breakdown. So in the barbershop is going to be just a breakdown of just I mean, I'm straight A A V. Every in every sentence is is really A A V. The person just telling you how they really feel. Like they can talk to their barber. Like it's your barber. Exactly. Like, but this is what I'm saying. So to bring it into perspective. So to use the example that you said about how white people or you know people that are um, of Caucasian descent. I don't know what that would be. I'm sorry. If this, <laughs> if this is offending somebody, my bad. But don't listen to my show if you're offended. Um, uh-huh. but I'm saying like, so let's take away black and white and let's make right. it a, a language that most people do identify as a quote unquote real language. So uh-huh. when somebody goes into a Mexican restaurant, are they supposed to, if a white person walks into a Mexican restaurant, are they supposed to begin speaking Spanish because it's a Mexican restaurant, or are they still supposed to be speaking English? Well, that's a good topic. So, I, I don't, I don't know Spanish. I'm not bilingual at all. I speak straight, clear English. I feel I speak English, and I felt I speak English until we, until I found out what AAVE is. Exactly. Is, so, that's, that's so you I'm never really feeling. feel as if. It's really, it's it's really almost to the point. You never really feel as if you are. You speaking a language until you find out. Hey, I'm speaking a language. Right. Because even when like, okay, so I watched you guys. I watched this video the other day, and it was of this um, man. He had purchased a dog, and he was like, he basically said, "I'm over here thinking my dog is deaf. Whole time my dog speaks Spanish." (laughs) <laughs> so uh-huh. he was pretty messed up because he kept saying come here come here come here and then all of a sudden he said Venaki, and the dog came uh-huh. so it was like it was a language barrier so what i'm saying now is black white and different if i come into that barbershop am i supposed to be speaking aave or can i speak clear english and would would it somebody that does not speak aave would they be un- able to understand you as much as you're able to understand them? I feel, I feel as if I've never really in a barbershop. I never really ran into the problems where nobody, would, or that's a that's where nobody really like not understand each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like. When you walk into the barbershop, you already programmed to know that it's finna be that choice of language, mm-hmm. which they have. I feel everyone just have that in them to know that it's just gonna be those type. Of, you can just you can use 
AAV work. Yeah, AAV work. AA. Yeah, the language. You that language because this is a safe space for it. I'm gonna call it Ebonics. That's what it that's is. That's all it is. Okay. That's literally all it is. And so we uh -huh. create these safe spaces, but in another sense, we turn around and say, "Well, it's not as professional if even with my peers that understand what I'm saying clearly, it's not as professional if I'm not using MUSE mainstream U.S. English. It's not as professional." I can only when I when I'm trying to look like I am an owner or if I'm trying to look like I'm a business person, then I don't need to be using AAVE. Then I actually do need to be using MUSE. Why do we create well, those spaces like that? Well, now now in today's time, I really feel as if it's not even it's becoming Ebonics is becoming more clear mainstream. to society. It's becoming more mainstream to society. Mm -hmm. Uh I feel I feel I feel a lot of different races is starting to understand each other. And, okay, so boom. so then that goes back to what we was talking about earlier. What we put a pin mm -hmm. in. So if that is the case, then do you feel like hip hop culture is the reason why people are able to speak ebonics or AAVE and they understand it more? Do you feel like hip hop culture has anything to do with that? Yes, no. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Everything that's going on around since we on that top, since we since we just hopped on that topic, hip hop is one hundred percent how it's almost in a sense of like it's how it's how the, it's how it's how the world shifts. Mm -hmm. it's, how the, it's, how, it's how it's how we have a shift in the world with mm -hmm. with. It's the choice of words. It's the choice of words. It's the body dress. Everything is a good thing and a bad thing. Ooh. Because I can I can really say I'm gonna say why because when you when you really get to breaking down Ebony, you become to bring up this section of where well not even a section this thing to where you replace more cussing words. What would you call that in a, in a in the world of uh? See, but you're looking at it as a culture, and I'm still I'm still stuck on it as a language because as a language because it because it came from I believe it's is more culture driven than a language. Is it really? Because who, who think about who who are the people that really speak Ebonics? Exactly, but who are the people who were most affected by the language? Like, who were the people that had to conform to a specific language? Like, okay, so boom. So when you go to New Orleans, some of those people speak Creole. And why is that? Do you know? That's because of, I think that's that's the... It's the French influence. It was a French influence right. in, in um, Louisiana. <laughs> So the French had that territory hemmed up. And so um, because of that, the people that are in New Orleans, they they speak like the black people there. They speak Creole. Which is a language. It's a language that we identify and we say, yes, it's a language. But how come 
that if you weren't in the French territory and you weren't speaking a mixture of, which Creole is a mixture of African languages and French. So if you're not speaking Creole, then you're just speaking broken English. Why is that? Why is it not? Why is it not just as as big as a thing? I really feel it. I really feel it goes back into. It's so deep with this question you asking me, and I'm just like I'm, I'm I'm choosing whether to not hop on that topic or not. Uh, because I really feel like we, most most what what you would call it or what society will call it minority um we're really divided really honestly but between minority and european what you really want to say so i feel it breaks down into it's almost like a it's almost like a propaganda thing Mm, i can see see why you would say that i can see why you would say that i do so it's like a propaganda thing. So we begin to even get get on this topic of of whether it's a language or not because we're programming propaganda. Well, propaganda is programmed. We're propaganda into this language of English, which is English is an European language that we have to learn and have to shift our voices and our our everything posture and our whole everything. To com- to confine into that, but does that conform still, into that? But does that still okay? Last question before we move into the second part of this interview, and uh-huh. because this is really important to me, because I really am just confused now. Is ebonics a language? Yes or no? Yes, ebonics is a language. Ebonics is turning into where it's, it's becoming to be, and people understand that language. Mm-hmm. So yes is a language, and and, and, I, and I and I come back to ask you this question: Who speaks Ebonics? Who mostly speak Ebonics? It was it's what our race? language. It's our language. It's it's ebony phonics. It's it's for black people. It is a language of black people for black people by black people. So it's ours. And I just I think my confusion stems from is. I read a study, you guys, that basically said that every other language can get assistance in learning and understanding and breaking it down, except for Ebonics. And when I really just sat back and thought about it, I said, how much further would kids be if they were taught in their own language? People who speak Spanish are taught in Spanish. People who speak Asian or Mandarin or whatever their native language is in Asia, they get they get taught in those languages. How come black kids? Uh-huh. How come black kids are not taught in their language, which is AAVE? And I wonder how much it, further black kids would be if they were taught in their own language. To add to that, you also have to put in get America, which. We were brought over here and sold into. Can they just grow to accepting ebonics into society? All right. Now you said that, and that is a that is the most 
perfect segue into the next part. So you guys, I told y'all that I did a research project on my Instagram and Facebook. I think I said that earlier, but the research project was basically on my Instagram and Facebook. And what I did was I asked all of my followers to answer a series of multiple choice and open-ended questions. I'm going to read all the questions out loud to you guys. And then um, you just talk, like, we'll have an open dialogue about it and we'll kind of, um, we'll kind of summarize and close. Because I'll be honest, I was shocked. I was actually shocked. So, um, first things first, I asked um, everybody's age, gender, and race. And it's, um, it was like a, a, a mixture of people between the ages of 21 and 35. Um, and so the very first thing that I asked them was the very first thing that I asked you. What is AAVE? And I'll let you guys know, like, um, uh, 20% didn't know. They didn't know what it was. And I think the funniest, the funniest, um, answer that they chose, because I gave, this was a multiple choice question. They said that it was alcoholic anonymous volunteers and educators. Somebody guessed that. That, that was funny to me. Okay. And so the next question that I asked was when African American, when an African American person is speaking proper English, are they talking white or speaking English? And the reason I asked this question is because I wanted to see what the public perception was of MUSE. Because once we get a standard there and kind of understand like what, what people think about MUSE, then we can kind of move forward into, well, what do they think about AAVE? So um, hairlines matter. I want to ask you when people, when an African American person is speaking proper English, are they talking white or they, or are they speaking English? They're talking white. It's amazing. Um, Do you guys know how many black people said that? White. They're talking, they're talking European. But they said that. No, I, 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 I know, I know for a fact. When I was in school, people was telling me you talk like a white girl. You talk like a white girl. So I know for a fact, like so, but people. But that question is also. I'm sorry to cut you off. I'm just so, I'm so, I'm so on this topic because I like it. Um, that's really almost the same question. It's almost the same answer. It is, but it ain't talking white. Talking white is an Ebonic way of saying. We're really talking English. Exactly. Because. But it's more on perception because you got to think like if I perceive African-American vernacular English as an improper language. And I, and I think of it as something that is negative. Then when somebody speaks white or proper English, I'm going to think of that as something. Well, excuse me. If I think of AAVE as something positive. Then the other side of that is if somebody is not speaking that, they're they're speaking white and that's negative. So it is a negative connotation to it too. You know what I'm saying? Like it is something negative attached to it. So I wanted to gauge that. A lot of people did say that they felt like it was just proper English, but I was really amazed at how many people thought that no, you talking white. Right. I thought that was interesting. So moving forward, um, the next question was, how many languages do you speak? 
and we got a couple people that spoke um that spoke Spanish and then like one other person they spoke like French um but most people said that they identify with English only and then I had another person that said that they spoke with a Barbadian dialect and I thought that was very interesting that they felt the need to put that in there because when you think about um Barbadian uh English because they speak English when you think about Barbadian English if you're not from Barbados you won't understand what they're saying because just like AAVE it's its own language language is so interesting I just got I thought that was very interesting especially because that person felt the need to disclose that so that's how you know you know you're speaking a different language because if I were to speak with them and they were speaking Barbadian I wouldn't understand right like Jamaicans like Jamaicans are the same exact way like yes they are speaking English but do you always understand what Jamaicans be saying no I catch the end most of the time I'm saying like Like, that's interesting on the road on the road up the road that's really what they saying is up the road it's weird like it's really it's weird um and that's and that's a form of ebonics too Yes, because it's a language that is shared between a people that are of melanated skin tones. So I thought that was really interesting. Okay, we on a good roll with this. See, okay. So then I gave everybody acronyms. The question, the thing that I said was, um, the next questions are acronyms for common phrases. Please answer them to the best of your ability. And so I said YGMM. What does YGMM stand for? Y-G-M-M. So you would say this, like, if you was on your way home from school and you was hungry and you was riding with your mama, your mama would probably say Y-G-M-M. No, I can't. I don't know. You got McDonald's money? Say that one more time. You got McDonald's money? (laughs) definitely i heard that one exactly so just to know that we have a shared experience a few people a few people got that correct so i i I was like either that's a shared experience or that's just something that you know we were brought up in that that was our culture that was our time and that is our language because that's something that i know that as a black person that i've heard from my mother personally Uh um so the next one is, um, hold on, sorry. The next one is W D I L L T Y B B T F, and I know that's a lot, so I'm gonna just go ahead and give that one to you. What do I look like, Boo Boo the Fool? Yeah, I ain't heard that one too many times. Um, I heard that plenty of times, especially in my teenage years. <laughs> um so the next one is Y L J L Y M Y L J L Y M And you would say this like when you go to a family reunion and somebody hasn't seen you in a long time they'd be like dang Where you uh 
Y-L-J-L-Y-M. Why am I, why am I messed up by these, these, <laughs> these words, these letters, man? It's messed to be up. It's because you I, thought. I, I can feel what you're saying, but I just don't. I just don't do it. <laughs> it's if you saw it, you would be so much better. So basically that one is, if you was at a um, family reunion and you haven't seen somebody in a long time, they would say Y-L-J-L-Y-M, which is, you look just like your mama. Oh, man, you messed me up. <laughs> you look just like, yeah, yeah. So this next yeah. one, this next one stumped me. And so when somebody said it, I was like, dang, you're actually really good at this. And um, the crazy part about this one is this person was biracial. Um, they said it the acro the acronym is O O S O O M, and I know that one is difficult. Um, but it's out of sight, out of mind. Oh wow! Yeah. And so, um, the next one, what does child mean? Like when you having conversation, what does child mean? Yeah, when I be hearing women say that, yes, child, mostly, like, they just referring to it as, like, girl. Or they really saying it to, like... A person. A person, yeah. Exactly. It's a person. Yeah, so when I did this, um, somebody that was uh, two people, it was it was pretty crazy. Somebody that was actually African-American and then somebody that was, um, that did not identify as African-American said that they thought it was a small child. And I thought that was hilarious because I was like, ah, no more fact you do not use our language because baby child, honey, that is what we use amongst ourselves. But um, moving forward, so who mostly speaks Ebonics? And I used the word Ebonics. You broke up. You were breaking up. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, sorry. Sorry, sorry, y'all. We still on cell phones around here. But um, the next question was, who mostly speaks Ebonics? And I asked this question because I was going back and forth between AAVE, but because I had already had some people that didn't know what AAVE was, I wanted to use Ebonics, which is kind of more, um, people are a little bit more familiar with it. So when I asked, some people said that they thought that it was a language shared between Caucasians. And I thought that was really interesting that Ebonics, they would equate that with, um, with Caucasian people. And um, that was my last question um, as far as with the survey. What did you think about the questions, Caroline Matters, and what did you think about... No, let me read some of the answers. Let me read some of the answers. So. So, um, on... On the... um. You got McDonald's money. Somebody said, you gonna miss me. And somebody said, you got my money. And then somebody said, I don't even know. (laughs) I think that's really funny. Especially because the person that said, I don't even know, just straight up, was black. And I feel like once I post the answers or give them the answers and release it to them, they're gonna be like, wow, I can't believe I missed that. Um, a, a lot of people got the, um, a lot of people got the, you look just like your mama. That's crazy. So that's how I know that's something that we say as a culture. A lot of people said that. And then as far as a child, like I said, 
five people missed that question. And um, of the five people that missed it, <laughs> like, the people that did miss it were um, not African-American. And then um, Evonics, uh, the people that missed that one, they were not African-American either. That is insane. So we have this whole language, and we have this whole culture, and we have this whole thing that sometimes, you know, we don't even know that we're speaking. I think that's really interesting. So last but not least, oh, we lost, we lost Hairline Matters, you guys. But it's perfectly fine because um, I definitely wanted to wrap up right here. I thought this was very interesting. All of the research, even um, mine and Hairline Matters conversation, I thought it was really interesting. And I think it's something that we should converse about more openly because if we converse about it more openly, people wouldn't be scared to identify. Like even with Hairline Matters, I really want to address to him. Like I wanted to conclude with, I even find you right now, just like me right now, because we want you know, viewers who may or may not know our language to understand what we're saying. Well, I even find myself right now speaking M-U-S-E and not A-A-V-E when I know I'm talking to somebody or I'm speaking to somebody who speaks A-A-V-E fluently because we speak it all the time. So I think it's really interesting and I'm very, I'm very excited and, and lit about this project. Um, I think some things that, you know, in the future I would love for researchers to do is like to see them fluently speak AAVE in in places that you know um, AAVE isn't spoken and to see if there is a real true difference excuse me to see if you know people don't understand what we're saying because I think the the Jamaican and the um, Barbadian um, example was really it was really a good example of how they are very much so speaking English, but I do not know what they're talking about. And I wonder if, you know, people in America who speak M-U-S-E, if they feel the same way about A-A-V-E that we do like that. I know me personally that I do about, um, you know, um, Barbadian English or Jamaican English or, you know, any English that kind of differs from the English that I speak. So that's really interesting. This was a really great conversation, and I'm so glad that we got to have it today. Um, thank you so much for listening, and I hope that you tune in next time. So until next time, AAVE Podcast.